cheap that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, none taken. That is right, none taken. I am uh, the movie moron himself, Easton. Mr. Bergen, do you have a massive erection? <laughs> I do because we just watched a two-hour-long action movie with Ryan Gosling oh in it. My so. Goodness. Yes. Uh, this is the Movie Moron uh, podcast, uh, and then uh, with us, as always, is the practical uh, co-host himself over there, Trevor Landreth. Fuck you, Dale! <laughs> um, and then a first-time guest uh, on the podcast, but very long listener uh, of the podcast, is Brandon. Um, so, uh, real quick, I just want to say that uh, when I first started listening, uh, it was shortly after Trevor had started becoming a regular on the show. Oh, yeah. And I, for the longest time, thought he was called the Practically co-host. <laughs> Not practical. <laughs> and I thought, oh, man, that's such a great, funny, kind of witty title. And then it was just the regular old cliche Practical co-host. Well, you, kinda, you know what's funny? Yeah. I think it was it the was, first time it was, he said... He's practically a co-host. Yeah. So that's... And it became Practical co-host. Yeah. So it is practically... But it just... Uh, that didn't flow as well. Yeah. So... Well, I disagree. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll go to... he's, But that is the bit. He's practically our co-host. <laughs> Because he doesn't always want to be on, but he's basically always on. Um, and then uh, our uh, all-time guest over here in the corner next to, well, not in the corner, next to me, um, <laughs> is my lovely wife, Tristan. Gone soft on us like some schoolboy bitch. You sound like a gay. <laughs> I don't know if anybody knows that movie, but. I, nope. I also thought that said it sounded like a guy. And it definitely says he sound like a, a gay. gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with reading the bit and not listening to it. But it's okay. Uh, so um, the movie we're doing for this week is The Gray Man. But as usual, um, when we have a new guest on, we want everybody to know what their palate is. So if you're listening to his opinions, you can realize if his opinions, if you should listen to him or not. No, I'm just kidding. That's not why. Um, so, well. If you align with. I guess we know what Tristan thinks. What? If you don't like. Shrek the musical, then she ain't listening to your opinion. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so Brandon, just uh, give us a few of your favorite movies, um, and then a couple of your least favorites, so people kind of know know what you like. All right. Well, uh, I just want to, you know, apologize for tanking the credibility of your program here because I just like the worst cheesiest '80s uh, movies that you can possibly think of. Uh, preferably the the fantasy style movies. So okay. like, I mean, Conan the Barbarian. I can watch that movie all day, okay. every day. Uh, Krull is another old one that is just absolutely terrible, but I love it. Uh, but I do also love uh, the Lord of the Rings. Uh, that's an obvious given. Okay. Uh, specifically, the Fellowship, because it's the only one that doesn't use that god awful Wilhelm scream. 
<laughs> you last night we were talking about that, and you said something about the air two, and you're like, "Well, it, because it you know happens in that," and you didn't tell me what it was. I didn't realize that that's what it was. Yeah, those two movies are four point nine repeating stars out of five, and if they would just axe the Wilhelm scream, they'd be perfect. <laughs> um, so the original Star Wars is also a four point nine 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 because it has the Wilhelm scream. Absolutely, but like, also wasn't no, that like the f- one of the first movies that used it? I I don't know the first one. I know it's been around for a long, yeah. long time, and it's basically just become like a an in industry meme at this point. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what that is. Uh, <laughs> are you looking it up? Yeah, I can. Oh, okay. I was going to look up who used it first, but I can look it up real quick. Well, you can look up who uh, who did it first. Oh, okay, he's playing it. Oh, maybe. Oh, here we go. Hear that? Ah, yeah, I hear Monsters Inc. Did you oh, not hear okay. Tristan? It's used in a bunch of okay. movies, basically. And so, usually, when you're making a movie, you create a new sound for someone screaming because you just record somebody so it sounds unique. But this sound has been around in film forever. It's a it's a stock sound. It was one of the first ones recorded. Yeah, got it. And so, I guess it's in two Lord of the Rings movies and in Star Wars, and it's in a it's in a ton of movies, but I mm. instantly cringe as soon as I hear it. <laughs> Unless it's a goofy kind of movie, yeah, then I can I can overlook it yeah. because it's a goofy sound, but it just doesn't belong in your more serious yeah. things. Once you once you know what it is, you start hearing it in movies. Kind of like my leg. That's the, well, that's a joke on it. That's oh. a it's they're they're parodying it. Well, they didn't do a good job explaining that. What? Well, it's not going to explain the bit. <laughs> That's the whole point of a bit. You just do it, and some people get it, some people don't. So it, the Wilhelm scream originates from a series of sound effects recorded for the 1951 movie Distant Drums. Well, there you go. 51, dang. Definitely uh, not Star Wars in 77. In a scene from the film, soldiers are wading through a swamp in the Everglades, and one of them is bitten and dragged underwater by an alligator. The scream is from that scene. Solid. So not even someone falling. No, being dragged underwater by an alligator. So it should be called the Wilhelm Drag. (laughs) Oh, I like that. It's kind of a cool name, actually. That sounds like a a technique when you're smoking a blunt or something. (laughs) (laughs) The Wilhelm Drag. (laughs) Well, you can just get it all in one go. Some traditional East German style of smoking. (laughs) Uh, As far as uh, movies, my least favorite movies... uh, the the only one that I just absolutely despise is Welcome to Raccoon City. Ah. <laughs> um, it was that's so funny because every we we've had many discussions over this because he went and watched it with us mm-hmm. and I thought it was fine and then these two Resident Evil nerds over here were were mad at it. <laughs> um, hey, I say that as kind as possible. These two are huge Resident right? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Bra- Brandon uh, actually kind of helped me get into it. Actually, you, you're the reason I beat. The remake, the first of the first okay. one. Yeah. See, tr- uh, when Trevor and I met in college, like <coughs> ten years ago, <laughs> uh, that was really just kind of how we started being friends. Because uh, all all the guys in our friend group, he was the only one that didn't live in the same dorm as us. But he came by uh, and saw me playing Resident Evil. Was like, oh hey, I like Resident Evil too, and that's just how our friendship was born. We'd only, like- <laughs> only the second one though. The second Resident Evil? Yeah. Oh, we actually, we, uh, I remember on the weekends, we'd uh, hook up to the TVs and stuff, and we'd play three. It's because he said, 
Oh, you love Resident Evil 2. Ah. Uh, uh, right over your head. I did, that is my favorite, though. The original Resident Evil 2 is my favorite. It is It is fun. I remember we had that race. I was playing on the N64. <laughs> he was playing on the GameCube. And he had the distinct advantage of all of the cut scenes he could skip. But I couldn't <laughs> skip any of them. Except for there's one that cuts into... Uh, it's out of game engine and I could skip that one and I knew I could skip that one, but I didn't tell him that one. <laughs> so we're playing the game, we're like no skipping cutscenes to make this fair, oh blah, blah, gosh. blah. And we get to that cutscene and I think it's a long one. So I think Trevor got up to go use the bathroom or something. Yeah. And so I just hit that skip button and kept playing. And I thought, oh yeah, I'm gonna beat him, I'm gonna beat him. And then uh, just the way that counts time differently on the two systems. Because we would pause together to go do things. Yeah. And on the I was playing on the GameCube version, and he was playing on the Nintendo 64. And on the GameCube version, after a while, it will shift to a pause screen instead of, like, the item screen. And when it's on the pause screen, I don't think it counts the timer. So but it I, did on I finished the game first, but I think Trevor ended up with a play time that was, like, 10 or 15 minutes shorter than me. And I was so mad. I, just, uh, I was, and it was. I was humbled, even though I shouldn't have been humbled, because I beat him. Well, you also yeah. skipped when he didn't. So you can't, you, I think, I, to be fair, I think I did skip a scene after when we got back. Hmm. But did he feel bad and was and told you you skipped it? Uh, no, I, I think I came back. I was like, "What's happening?" <laughs> um, it was. It's a. I think if you just let it play out, it's close to like five plus minutes, which is. Yeah, pretty long That's for a, a long, video game. Yeah, yeah, it's a long cutscene. Um, so yeah, obviously there are big Resident Evil people. I watched the movie and was like, "Yeah, this is fine." And they were like, "This is awful. This is spitting on the <laughs> image of Resident Evil." And then everyone online was like, "Yeah, the movie's not great, but it's at least the most accurate, close thing that we've gotten in in movies." Uh, Wrong. <laughs> um, like they just listen throwing a bunch of Easter eggs from the adaptation source material does not make it an accurate remake. Uh, all of the characterizations were wrong. The timeline of events was wrong. Uh, it's just so much bad and wrong and twisted with those movies that it makes me appreciate the the first couple Milojovich ones oh, better. Okay. Uh, those don't even so feel bad. like the same thing. No, they don't. Yeah. Um, I thought the bit when they were in the mansion and getting swarmed, I thought that was really cool when Chris was doing the lighter thing until the zombie that was going to get him suddenly developed early battlefield tactics and went mm. for a flanking maneuver. Like, <laughs> what the hell's that about? It's a zombie. It's just going to go right for yeah. him and eat him. Yeah. But, um, oh well. well, there you go. <laughs> his least favorite movie is a adaptation of his favorite video game. Um, That's fair. Which I get because if they mess up The Last of Us, I'm I'm going for head. I'm going for next. You're going for head? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and then I'm going for next and killing some people. Because, um, okay, well, now we can get into the, the gray man. Um, so just uh, we'll stick spoiler free. I know this movie came out uh, last week, technically, but nothing came out this week other than a movie called Vengeance, which, I mean, only Tristan was really interested in. And I, I was a little bit. Okay, I like sorry. I should rephrase that. We were going to do, but Trevor decides to be ultra busy and so uh Working man uh the only time we could co- do it is uh 10 o'clock on saturday and none of us could watch the movie before then so 
Um, so we're doing the Gray Man. Uh, I was excited to watch it anyways, and so yeah, we all we, I forced all of them to watch it, and now we're going to talk about it. So, what are your uh, general thoughts on on the movie? I thought it was fine. I I was pleasantly surprised with how I thought it was going to be really bad, like garbage, just because of that's what a lot of people were yeah, saying. Yeah, just because of the Russo brothers, but. Um, it doesn't make any sense why you hate the Russo brothers so much. All they've done is Marvel stuff. Well, all they've done are the two of the best Marvel stuff. That's fair. Infinity War and Endgame. Like that's what. Oh, they did. is that what they did? Yeah, that was, was it? it. Oh, they didn't. I don't. Well, I, still, I, thought, I think it was just a Marvel attach attached name that I was just kind of like, ugh, I'm not excited for this. But no, I mean it's it's fine. Yeah, I, they did. They did Civil War. They did so, Cap the Winter Soldier. Oh, that and then, was good. And then the two. Uh, Last Avengers movies. So like, okay, I'll take that. that. That's why I was like, they should be fine because they at least did like the better ones. Infinity War and Endgame, I think, were two solid ones. Yeah. I love Civil War, and I actually love all the Captain America movies. Those are like, that's yeah. my favorite of the trilogy of the Marvel stuff. I think that's when Marvel was peak. Yeah, and then I think Endgame and Infinity War were really good. I think Brandon might be the only uh, person that hates Marvel more than us. So. <laughs> What's I have it? not seen a single oh, Marvel that's right. movie front to back, and I refuse to watch one. <laughs> Wait, so you've seen bits and pieces of some? I mean, you, you can't. You I think can't you not. can't avoid something yeah. that huge in pop culture. Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> there are a few people. Uh, there are a few people that take it the same way they do Star Wars. They're just like, I'm not going to watch it because that's my personality, and now I can tell people I've never seen it. Which is kind of you, I guess. But <laughs> I mean, like Shots if it fired. comes up, yeah. But I don't. I don't. Go yeah. To, you know, I. I don't. I get why you'd stay away from it. Say, oh, Marvel sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't help that you listen to this podcast that we and just we, bash it. All the I've basically <laughs> seen them all already. So, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And we started this podcast when it was on a downhill. Mm. Like we started this two and a half years ago, and that was after Endgame, I think. Yeah. And so that's when Marvel started falling off. And so when we when we started talking about movies is when all we could do is poop on them because they were making poop movies. Yeah. So um but over uh, overall it was fine to it was just mid for me. Yeah, I get it. Brian, what did you think? Um it really makes me this movie made me appreciate guys like Tom Cruise and Harrison Ford who insist on doing their stunts because they think that's an important part of connecting with the audience. Um, yeah, that's when, fair. when everything cuts to computer graphics every 10 minutes, it's just, it looked it, it bad. Take, it takes you out of it. Yeah. yeah and and even just, with the budget that they had, it, it just, there's, you can't replace somebody actually going out there and doing it. Right. Whether I, it's a stuntman or the, the actor, somebody physically doing it is going to look more real and feel more real than you spending five million dollars on a 10 second clip of somebody doing something that is impossible and i just feel like there were so many points where they did cut to that when it wasn't necessary i yeah. mean i don't i don't think you had to animate people getting flipped over a table i think you can hire people <laughs> to do that you know yeah. that's kind of a whole entire line of work in the industry is people doing just that like yeah. i just i think that was the worst parts of the movie and yeah. I also think, uh, I think studios, their big studios are just doing that now because they can. Like they, they're like, okay, I, I now, d I don't have to do this, so I won't, and I'll just, we can just pay someone else to do this work, and it's kind of just a lazy. Like there are obviously parts 
like the plane stuff. I won't go into the specifics. The plane stuff right. you can't do. Yeah. Physically. You can't um, throw somebody into a, a plane engine. You know, it's just, yeah. <laughs> there's laws against that. <laughs> well, depends on where you go, but um if you're over in international waters then pff, it's whatever do what you want <laughs> um so like like there are times where i i get it like you you have to have it now i are those scenes needed in movies really that's a different argument but you can't physically you can't physically do that stuff so i get it but then yeah there are other times where it's just action stuff and you're just being lazy as a as a filmmaker and i feels bad like feels mean to say but like yeah you know just take some more time and and get something that feels more authentic and i think you'll get a better movie so because those were definitely the worst parts and it's like there was a lot of uh especially at the the beginning uh and the physical action stuff was really well done and so to cut from that and then ruin not ruin the scene but Mm -hmm. make the scene a lot worse (laughs) it just didn't quite make sense the part at the beginning with all the fireworks it just that was really hard for me to watch. Mm. It was almost like a sensory overload kind of thing. That's yeah. fair. And you're trying to like watch the sequence that's happening down below, but you keep getting firework blast in the face. It was, I don't think that was a particularly good direction to go with it. Well, to be fair, maybe he was just trying to make you feel how they felt because they got blasted in the face with some fireworks. Why would you want anybody to feel like that? <laughs> All right, so Trevor, what I want you to do is get some of those 4D seats from a movie theater <laughs> and just have a furnace blasting right at our faces. No, just have some, uh, just have some uh, uh, M8, not M80, the... Roman candles, just have your yeah. roommates sit there. Some Roman <laughs> candles. I was thinking bottle rockets or something. <laughs> just have them blast in your face during that scene. You're like, what is that tube? In front of my seat for. Oh, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's part just, of the experience. Somebody with a lighter just right there. <laughs> there's a little, there's a little like, uh, there's a little like stabber, like a knife thing. <laughs> Every time you get stabbed, yeah, you, you, you gotta feel the real thing, man. Somebody <laughs> behind the chair just stabbing you. In the, <laughs> the real 40x. Yeah, experience. that's right. Up here. <laughs> no, I think that's the 5dx experience. Right. <laughs> Or the six because you're gonna die. So Ooh. the real experience of there the movie. Go. Yeah, it's just at that point they just call it getting stabbed. <laughs> yeah. What What the hell? Forty X. When I went and watched Batman, I didn't get an adrenaline shot in my leg. <laughs> right. It's fucked up. I paid for the real experience. <laughs> just imagine a whole theater full of people. Yeah. Oh jeez. Um. Okay. Any other thoughts other than like you thought it was seems like you thought it was kind of okay but those that that just yeah, the CGI stuff um, just didn't feel right. Action movies modern action movies especially just aren't really my cup of tea for those, you know, examples listed uh a lot of it is just uh I feel like too much for my taste happens sometimes and just as much of that's just going to being done on a computer. Gotcha. Um I thought there were some plot points that were just kind of pointless ridiculous yeah um but i i don't hate that i watched it okay. um, I'm, I'm not gonna that's a plus go onto letterbox four months later and give it a half star review so <laughs> four <yeah>. months later because <laughs> i did that with welcome to raccoon city <laughs> you, you you couldn't even look at it for a while uh, <laughs> <laughs> and people well, i mean we already did the tirade on it so i won't do it again but yeah um, everybody who says it was an okay movie is wrong. <laughs> Just objectively, subjectively wrong. <laughs> well, I think it was an okay movie, so. 
Yeah. But I'm also not a Resident Evil fan, so that's that's the difference. Yeah. Knowing the property and not. And hey, I just want to say that just because you think it's more accurate of an adaptation than previous adaptations, that doesn't make it better. Okay. You still have to make a good movie. Spitting facts. This is a very sassy Brandon. Well, it's the same thing as like uh, Mortal Kombat. There's an original movie back in the 80s that was accurate to the game, but it was garbage. And then people, oh, you th- you liked it? Okay. Um, I, I, I don't even think it was accurate because in the, the Mortal Kombat lore, Scorpion and Sub-Zero are actually mortal enemies. But in the movie, they were allies fighting mm. for Shang Tsung. Um, I actually do enjoy the first Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, if you take out the fact that it's based on a video game and just look at it as yeah. a early 90s uh, action uh, kung fu movie. With a lot of gore. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and then Annihilation happened and was just so terrible. Yeah. I might be thinking of Annihilation. I'm not sure. It's been a long time since I've seen those movies. but. Um, well, Tristan, what did you think about The Gray Man? I did review this movie all on my own. I didn't need anyone to tell me. And I just liked it. You want to read it for everyone? No, I want to hear you say it. No. No? It's not as good if I say it. She Her review is regular, normal movie, and I couldn't agree more. Uh, I think I'm so funny. Okay. <laughs> really committing to the three-word bit. I was really trying, actually. I was about to write normal movie, and then I was like, no, you can do better than that. No, you can add that extra word. Regular, normal movie. Um, Yeah. I also... Here's my question. Is is Captain America just like too good of a person for Chris Evans? I think that's that exactly he just what's like happening. Can't I th- handle it. I think what? he's trying I think Chris Evans is trying to get away from the Captain America persona cuz the past two movies I see It's like it, everything else that he's in, he's a bad he's guy. He's and not just a bad guy, but he's like this psycho or like just like over exaggerated bad yeah. guy, maybe. Yeah. Well, because the knives out, he seems okay yeah. until the end when he, when it's, oh, spoiler alert for knives yeah, out, everybody. Whatever. But until the end, when it's like, then he has this big master plan. He gets like aggressive and like mm-hmm. fr- he's like freaking out. And then in this he's one. He's also like a big old jerk through that whole movie. Yeah. Well, he just played Lightyear. Oh, I guess that's fair. That's true. I think it's just the movies, like, it's just what people are casting him as. And maybe that's just what he wants to do right now, is just be the villain. I don't don't think it... He wants to get away from Captain America because he hates America, not because he doesn't want to be the good guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. No, I'm not joking. That's why he doesn't... I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, he has openly stated that, like, yeah, he plays Captain America, but he doesn't... That's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine being a little kid and like loving Captain America and then you find that out? I would be devastated. It made me really hard to still have Captain America be my favorite. Yeah. But I was like... It, it's it's the character, it's not yeah, the it's actor. Yeah, it's the character, not the actor. And he plays a great Captain America. So. Yeah. Maybe Disney could make a new character for him called Captain Kremlin. Maybe he'll <laughs> like that one better. <laughs> or he can go be... He can be Captain Carter. Right. I also Put a wig on him. Yeah. He can go... He can go Captain the Brits. <laughs> And we can, and he can lose. Put on his red coat, and we'll beat him. I also, um, what? it's still, it's still my review time. Nope, I'm I, the host. You, you already said it. A regular, normal <laughs> movie. No, I have, I have something else to say. Yeah, letterbox review isn't the same as podcast review. Go. Uh, um, Go r- Ryan Gosling, is hot. Said it yes. right. 
Are you are you gay now? Is that what's happening? Well, the the, sound, the sound bite fits. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Should I be worried? If Ryan Only Gosling's Ryan in the Gosling, room, I just don't understand. Listen, your dozens of couples around the country are experiencing the benefits of polyamory. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dozens of them. I I don't think they are. I'm pretty sure they get divorced fairly quickly afterwards. But okay, Ryan Gosling said it best when he said that what's his name had a trash stash. That's oh, the white pants and the trash stash. Yeah, I immediately you look like like a Lloyd or whatever. (laughs) That's what he said. Yeah, his name's Lloyd. Yeah, he did look like a Lloyd though. He did look like a Lloyd. You are correct. Yeah. Yeah. Also, although the only other dude, take the fucking loafers off. Like oh. <laughs> the loafer bit, You're I guess. <laughs> I guess the loafer bit was funny, but also like, come on, man. Yeah. Is that the end of your general thoughts? You just want to. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I th- I thought it was fine. It was good. It was a it was a less good, uh, Mission Impossible movie. I. I'll talk more about that later. Okay. Yeah. I I thought this was really good. I like this spy kind of stuff, and I think the the world they set up was was interesting. It's nothing abnormal or like way outside the realm of these spy kind of movies, or Hitman or whatever you want to call them. Um, but I think it was still a good addition to it. I had a lot of fun. Um, I like Chris Evans and uh, Ryan Gosling obviously quite a bit, and um, I liked Ryan Gosling's character quite a bit. Um, and again, it's nothing abnormal. It's a hitman that's working for someone and then he still has a soft spot for a girl or a kid. This one happens to be a kid, um, which helps him not necessarily get out of the world, but do something against the norm of his industry. And that's fine. I like that story. I think it's a, like a, that's a good story arc, whatever that I enjoy watching. It's why I like uh, nobody and John Wick and and Leon the Professional and stuff like that. I I like that story. This is like a poor man's Leon the Professional, isn't it? Not really, but oh. I get I <laughs> I I think it draws from that a little bit. Let's try. Um, <laughs> I think it draws a little bit from movies like John Wick yeah. and Leon the Professional, and it just kind of has it. It's not like an its own take. It's just now we have Ryan Gosling doing it, and we have. Chris I Evans thought he being did a villain. good job. Yeah, I thought Ryan Gosling did great. Yes, yeah. and I I text uh, Trevor after watching this and said Ryan Gosling might be able to pull off James Bond. Mm. Uh, the only thing he doesn't have is the British accent. Yeah, um, he can but he practice. Ha- but he I, has he just has the swagger. The suave, yeah, yeah. He, Funny he, thing he, about actors is they can you know they can do that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, some well, do it better than others. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I I need to see him with some stubble. Before yeah. I, re- I mean, I I looked at pictures of him with it because that's what he, he would need. He just doesn't have Bond, a strong jawline. He's, I, think it's, I don't think that's true. I think it's fairly there. No. He's just tall. He's got a long face, is what it is. Yes, and he the, does have a very. It's long oval face. shaped. Yeah, and the Bond yeah. guys don't typically have that. They're a little more square. Yeah, I think oh, it's because he's Dalton not British. Had a pretty long face. Who did? Timothy Dalton. Oh, he does, doesn't he? That's probably why and he was only the in only one. reason I know that is because I watched a couple movies with him in it, and the dude is. Was gorgeous in the sixties <laughs> and seventies. Yeah. So I, yeah, I I think he he plays a really good suave guy, and I I got that originally from a movie called Crazy Stupid Love. It's a good one. Um, and he, I mean, he's obviously not an action guy in that, but then we get the action here, and mm-hmm. I'm like, he he can play that high class guy really well. Yeah. And I think his action scenes are really good in this. It feels really fluid and it feels smooth, and I think the choreography was good, ex- 
except when they got away from actual choreography. <laughs> um, and I liked the fights quite a bit. Some of it was a little over the top, um, and sometimes they just uh, had things happen to progress the story, um, which I wasn't completely in love in, uh, in love with, but I didn't necessarily <laughs> dislike because of the person. It was a lot of the Anna de Armas stuff. Yeah, a lot of her character stuff was just kind of like a scapegoat for her character. I, well, but I also like her a lot, and I liked her character a lot. So I, I didn't like hate it, but I wish it would have been done a little bit smoother and, and a little bit better. But, um, and yeah, also Anna de Armas is, is fantastic. She's been doing really good recently. Is that mm-hmm. the girl from Knives Out? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. She's also well, Deep Waters uh, the was the bad James movie. Well, well, she was in the last uh, No Time to Die. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, mm. but she wasn't Deep Waters, which was the bad movie. Maybe she's the reason Chris ben Evans is yeah, a bad that's right. guy. What? He said maybe she's the reason Chris Evans <laughs> plays a bad guy. Yeah, so people have already joked about that, um. how uh, Anna Day Oris and Chris Evans have played in two movies where... Well, I thought of that from my own head, okay? Yeah. Not from anybody else. I believe you. Thank you. Um, nice original thought there. Yes, Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> she plays. I she plays a really good character in this that I that I like, and I'm really excited for for Blonde. So yeah, with that big old N17 rating. <laughs> see see what happens. It's in hot waters right now. I want to see that JFK Marilyn Monroe uh, action. Yeah, it'll be wild. But it has been said it's not a true story. So oh, seriously? Yeah, oh, they okay. specifically stated this is fiction. It's trying to underline the truth of her life, but there is no, like, nobody knows the truth. Like, yeah, th- there are, like, so many different biographies of her life, and every single one are different. They, huh. like, fight because she was a very, like, she was a public person, but she was very secret in, like, what happened Private. behind closed doors. Behind and we closed know a doors lot of, of the Oval Office. Yeah, and we know a lot of things happen, but we don't know, like, there is no proof of anything. That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, her life is a huge mystery, and so it's like, okay, well, we know that like very bad things happen to her, and there's a reason why the end result happened, and so it's kind of like trying to tell that story through a very graphic story. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Goodbye, Norma Jean. Da, 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 da. No one knows that song. Nope. Candle in I, the wind. Yeah. That's, it's written Elton John. Okay. Goodbye, I know Candle Norma in the wind. Jean. Yeah, but. Da, da, da. I know 5,000 candles in the wind. (laughs) But that, yeah, I don't know the guys. I don't know your song, guys. Sorry, I was a sheltered child. I don't think they would have let me listen to Elton John. (laughs) Um, No crocodile rock for you. I don't think so. I love that song. I knew Rocket Man. That's just because I heard it everywhere. And I didn't even really know that was Elton John until I grew up. And I was like, oh, yeah, Elton John, so I guess. He was in Bob the Builder for one of the <laughs> most random. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. That's so funny. <laughs> I, and the only reason I know that is because. You watch Bob the Builder. <laughs> I have younger brothers that are, you know, considerably younger than me. Yeah. And they had a Bob the Builder VHS or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. He, he was. He was. I think it was might have been like a Christmas. A Christmas episode? to remember. No. There he is. Yeah. That's <laughs> yep. so funny. Brandon, you don't have to lie to us. Your two favorite things are Resident, Resident Evil. Evil and Bob the Builder. You will watch everything Spe- with those two things. Specifically in it. the holiday special. <laughs> well, he go just binge he, Bob the Builder when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> it, you can't not watch the Christmas special. It's like, yeah, I'm a Star Wars fan and the Christmas special sucks, but I still have to watch it. 
Rise of Skywalker sucks, but I still have to watch it. <laughs> I guess that's fair. He just has. He just had to bear through it. Or was it good? Was it a good episode? Yeah, Top ten. This was like fifteen years ago, man. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> you don't. Fifteen hours ago, whatever. Um, fifteen hours ago, I was probably in the theater. Fifteen hours ago, watching. Nope. Maybe. No, uh, he came to the Wizard of Oz last night. Oh, oh, that. Okay. Fifteen hours ago. On the road. Fifteen hours ago. On the road, listening to Bob the Builder's. Yeah, you would have meant, <laughs> the seven, soundtrack. Seven p.m. would have been uh, fifteen hours ago. So you hold up, hold down. up. Is there a dedicated Bob the Builder podcast? <laughs> I need, to, I need to know. Uh-oh. There is now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's really why I wanted to come on the show today. Was <laughs> just to promote, plug. Yeah. promote his Bob the Builder podcast. Bob the Builder has been slept on by the people. There is no Bob the Builder podcast. You you have a very very niche but untapped market. market yeah. Go make millions. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh well do we do we have any non any other non spoiler stuff uh with with four people it's it's we get a lot done just doing general thoughts I uh I didn't particularly care for the uh in it, the uh constantly changing location mm. yeah I didn't either and I don't it's think hard that for it me was to keep up with. yeah and I don't think that that was totally necessary because they'd be like there was one point where he says me me uh go to the airstrip outside of Chi Meng or whatever it was. And then, like a couple scenes later, it was like Chi Ming. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool, good. But then every other one's like Monaco, and we're going to be here for five minutes, yeah. and then we never revisit that location. So, like, I don't yeah. think we needed all of that. I think it's a, it's just a popular like, it's a spy thing. Like, yeah, we're like the, these people are going all over the place, and they have money to do it, yeah. and they yeah. have passports, and they have secret ways of getting around, and they have backpacks inside of a. <laughs> Uh, where those long the what do you call them? Cargo cargo containers. Oh okay. Yeah yeah. This movie, uh, it felt like some cod bro was writing erotic <laughs> friend fiction between two incredibly handsome Hollywood men. That's fair. And they got Michael Bay to direct it. And what's really funny is that's that my synopsis. No, no there are like. There needs to be about 28 more explosions for this to be a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> Although we got done watching or it. another 45-minute car chase. Right. We got done watching it, and that Michael w- Bay did like the, the Netflix thing was on, the yeah. on and it said, uh, oh, it said uh, inspired by or based on a book was one of the tags. And so Bray was like, I was right. It is erotic fan fiction. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like uh, – just, just that scene with the, you know, I know we're still in non-spoilers, but when the the hitmen are getting off the bus and they got the riot shields, yeah, that's a, such a cod moment right there. Yeah, just, it yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah, we'll definitely get into those. I think there were a lot of scenes that were way too much mm-hmm. and not. Yeah, there were bad. There were definitely bad parts of the movie, but overall. Overall, I liked it, and I think I was swooned a little bit by Ryan Gosling, which helped my rating quite a bit, which I stated <laughs> here Many and times. in the letterbox. Many times. And said. in the uh, in the Twitterverse. Did I? I think so. I thought so. I don't know how much I talked about I mean, that. It's just what Twitter. you texted me. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we'll take a short little break, and then we will get into spoilers. So if you've seen the movie, oh, I guess recommendations. I always do this. Yeah. Yeah. You recommend the movie? I, yeah. I mean, it's on Netflix. If you're looking for something to do. 
I bet there's a pretty fun drinking game to go that, to go along with this. So yeah, I recommend it. I'm gonna look that up actually. I bet there is one. Um, chug every time <laughs> uh, Ryan Gosling is in handcuffs. It's ooh. <laughs> you'd be chugging for like ooh. 20 minutes straight. <laughs> Uh, I'm kind of on the fence about it. Like I said earlier, it's not really my kind of movie. Um, but I, I realize that's just kind of what action is these days. So yeah. I think, and you know, like you said, it's on Netflix, so it's pretty much a no-cost watch. So yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> that's a great recommendation <laughs> for a movie. Why not? Um, it's fun. No, I just mean like if you release a movie and everyone, someone's like, "So, would you recommend movie my movie to someone else?" Yeah, why not? Like, a little depressing. <laughs> yeah, well, and for a two hundred million dollar movie, for yeah. us to sit here and be like, yeah, yeah, I, guess. "I guess you could watch it," yeah. like that's that's Netflix's problem. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, of course, I recommend it. I I love the two. I love the three main characters, and I think it's a decent action movie. And uh, I think action movies are just fun to watch in general. So. Whether that's '80s action movies, Lethal Weapons are my some of my favorites, and and Top Gun obviously, and and I mean I love cheesy '80s action movies and cheesy '90s action movies, and I love cheesy 2020 action movies. So what? I didn't find a drinking game for The Gray Man. However, I did find a drinking game for Rainbow Six that I think could uh I think could pertain to this. Rainbow Six, uh, the game, See, the video Ra- game, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you take a drink anytime uh somebody gets killed, anytime there's an assist. Uh, anytime there's an ace where one person kills the entire enemy team. That's just a drink? Yeah. That should be a shot. I feel that's like hard that's to do. down yeah. half the bottle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, why, that's what I'm saying. So I, I think mean, you, you, can fight, you can fight a drinking game that pertains to Grey Man. I used to play Rainbow Six Siege like religiously. So Nice. I maintain that uh, Rainbow Six Vegas 2 is the greatest is shooter one, video yeah. game out there. It was one of my favorites. And it's I still was, really good fun to play even... All these years later. Yeah, I haven't played in a long time, but I I used to play those Rainbow Six Vegas games all the time. And was was two that allows you to do two player? Yeah. Okay. And it's also the reason I love boonie hats because <laughs> that's just a customization option, and I picked it, and I was like, oh my god, that hat is amazing. Yeah. Seed or not seed? Uh, Vegas two. And, well, really the Vegas ones in general, and uh, Call of Duty Big Red one were like two of my favorite war games. Big Red. Big Red, yeah. The gum? No. Big Red one. Uh, it was gum? storming the beach of Normandy and all of that in World War II. And it was like the coolest thing. And there were a bunch of cheat codes. And the cheat codes were awesome. Nice. You could have everybody's heads be planes. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. But it was this awesome. This is going to be really off topic. But I know you're a big Chiefs fan. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm sure you can see right now. Uh, clips from training camp or whatever yeah and they got those super padded helmets oh on, yeah and it just reminds me of like those old ncaa big head cheats yeah, and yeah. every time i see them that's what it makes me think that of. people's comments every single time on twitter during training camps are always like they look so ridiculous with the extra padded helmets they're so stupid they look like their heads are so big i'm like i bet that's, i bet that's what people thought when they that like f- actually got helmets yeah because they used to just be leather that they would put on their heads <laughs> Oh, that leather looks so stupid. Well, no, oh. no. I mean, like, they, they started with leather. And I bet when they went to an actual, like, helmet, people were like, they look so stupid. Why do they need that? 
That's so stupid. <laughs> that ring on their face is a safety hazard. Yeah, I'm sure stuff like that came out too. Because I feel like we might eventually, like the NFL might actually just add the pads during the season too, because it helps out. So, and why not? I don't really care. Maybe they should just. It definitely not doesn't have look as good, but two hundred plus pound dudes launching themselves head first at each other as hard as no, they I'm can. No, I'm cool with that. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> look, man, they're getting paid usually a lot of money. Some of those guys are only getting paid like a million dollars, but that's still a lot of money. Did anybody ever see that movie with Will Smith like, about the no. concussion? concussion. No. Yeah. I did not. I or heard it was okay, but yeah. Looked interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a lot of talks around all of all of that. So cool. um Okay. Well now we can go to uh our little break where uh we'll show a couple ads and then we will be right back for the spoiler part of the review. Sponsor of today's episode is Newsly. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the most trending articles on the web and topics you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a nice voice. You can browse articles from topics you choose and start playing, so you can stop scrolling and start listening. You can follow any topics uh, like sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even the Kardashians. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you out loud. And they have podcasts as well, exploring trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Our podcast, The Movie Moron, is there too. I started using it as my default podcast app lately, and they even have digital radio. Uh, Download and use Newsly for free now at www.newsly.me or from the link in the description and use promo code T-H-E-M-M that I will also put in the description and receive a one-month free premium subscription service. So, download the Newsly app now. All right, we are back. We're back. Yeah, we're back. Oh. <laughs> so close. <laughs> um, I'll just edit that where Brandon said it first. Kidding, I, I don't have that kind of power. That's the magic of the podcast. <laughs> now with video, it's harder to, to uh, manipulate stuff, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're back after that short little break, and uh, we're getting into spoilers. So uh, I don't think this will be too much longer, because it's an action movie, so it's more just about the vibe than the, the scenes. The vibe. Um, but yeah, we can start uh, start talking about spoiler stuff. Uh, how do you guys like that uh, Chris Evan died? I was hoping that Ryan Gosling would die. Oh, rude. No. Excuse I, me, you can't have a whole Ryan Gosling <laughs> gray man universe if he dies. I, I, yeah, I don't exactly remember why I was hoping for that. Because you hate me, that's why. No, that's not why. I thought, I think I felt like it, make, it made sense that he would. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, it would have made sense, but I would have not liked that outcome. Yeah. I would have. Rude. Um, you know, it was it was a thing that happened on screen. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought I thought someone was gonna when they did that flashback to when Ryan Gosling's dad was drowning his brother or whatever, uh, and we know that Ryan Gosling came in and shoots his dad. I thought someone was gonna shoot Chris Evans while he was drowning Ryan Gosling. Oh. I think it was a real missed opportunity that they didn't do that and then they just but they still had someone come in and shoot him a couple yeah. minutes later after the fact. I yeah. think that was a poorly timed decision. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was trying to show like if that would have happened 
that means Ryan Gosling didn't beat Chris Evans. And I think mm. they wanted to make sure that did happen. Because throughout the whole entire movie, like, Ryan Gosling's kind of getting saved. Yeah. And so I think they wanted it to be like, no, he won. Also, Chris Evans a little bitch boy and pulls out a knife because <laughs> he's getting his ass kicked. Yeah, that's fair. But Well, it wasn't li- fair, but... He is a little bitch boy, and it just proved it. He still got his ass kicked, so... I I think the my favorite part, or the most well done, I think, is the torture scene where he's pulling out Fitzroy's fingernails. Just be uh, just because it was <laughs> sorry, Tristan. <laughs> just because I it, it felt very real. Yeah, it felt very like he would you know he'd ask a question and then I I mean the the boring bit I thought was fine, but the way Fitzroy like grits it and like starts to yeah. laugh after it's done, I was like that's that seems. Like he's been trained to do that, and yeah. so he's like coping. I so, didn't think that guy was a very good actor. Oh, is that just me? I uh, I think he was fine. I think yeah. I don't think anybody in this is especially bad. I think they're all just that fine. was Billy Bob Thornton, right? If no only there was idea. a way we could find out. He's very popular. I know that much. Um, he looked like he would Timothy be in Oliphant, the next maybe? Netflix movie. Yeah, Billy Bob Thornton. Nice. I like, I thought I like I like Billy Bob. I thought he did well. Fitzroy. I liked him. I just didn't think he <laughs> I like a Billy delivered Bob. the lines very well, mm. I guess. That fingernail bit took me back to District Nine. Oh. Um when the main character he like inhales that uh, aerosol or whatever, and then he runs to the bathroom and his fingernails start falling off and Ew. it was just uh, so creepy. <laughs> so gross. I do not remember that scene in District Nine, but it was a good movie. I, no, I love District Nine. I just don't remember that specific scene. I thought yeah. that was a district Way off topic, but I do think <laughs> District Nine is a great like blend of like realistic fantasy. Yeah, that was really cool. It has one of my favorite uh, camera shots, where the camera is fixated to something sent uh, in the middle of the screen, and so the camera doesn't move. Well, I mean, it does move, but it doesn't look like it moves. It looks like everything around the camera is moving. Mm, yeah. I think that's a really cool shot to use in like yeah. action. It sequences. also has good shaky cam. Speaking of Obi Wan Kenobi, what? <laughs> Speaking of camera angles, there's a lot of drone shots in this. Yeah, and I it they just it was almost too much. Yeah. So this isn't shot specific, but scene specific. This movie is twenty thousand times better if you take out the plane scene and you take out the train scene. Yeah, those were two very stupid scenes mm-hmm. that did not need to be in the film, and like took away from like. The realness, I guess, yeah. of it. Like, this isn't Avengers. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. You do not have to destroy a whole entire city. And you do not <laughs> have to uh, jump out of a plane and have it. Like, if you want to have them fight in the plane, that was fine. Yeah. But then once. It was actually kind of cool. Yeah. But once plane. a random hole creates the whole entire plane to fall apart, which right. is not realistic. Yeah. Um, I was thinking when we watched it, I was like, is this plane made of paper? Or yeah. like, cause it's like it's r- funny how many times <laughs> it's been disproven that a bullet will tear a plane in half. Yeah. Like, like, they already have holes in them. Yeah. Planes have holes. <laughs> like, a, a yeah. hole the size of a, a dime is not going to make a plane fall apart. Yeah. Like, ooh, but the, uh, they literally open back of these planes. Which is fifty feet high, yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't that doesn't suck everyone out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't like. Sorry, MythBusters proved disproved that like 
15 years ago, <laughs> and we're still doing it in film, and it's just really stupid. Well, if there's one yeah. thing that movies don't do, it's learn. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Or they we're learn the wrong thing. We're still using the antiquated <laughs> Velociraptor model when we know they were the size of chickens. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's not scary enough, I guess. It's not. I don't know. They were pretty scary in The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> the chicken, yeah. <laughs> I see what you're doing. You you could do scary chickens if you you know yeah. knew what you were doing. That's yeah, what we saying. we want a scary chicken movie. <laughs> we need it. Yeah, do you guys not remember Chronicles of Narnia when you had the little ankle cutters? I don't remember that at all. I don't think I ever. I think I may have seen that movie like one time, but I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I love Chronicles of Narnia, but yeah, one of the little monsters in in Narnia, they're like. This like three inches tall, four inches tall, or whatever, and they literally just have little knives and cut your ankles. Oh my goodness, that would well, be that'd be horrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that little Velociraptor, they just come <laughs> and bite your ankle, and they basically already have that in Jurassic World or yeah. in Jurassic Park. They have the little small things that. Mm-hmm. Well, Compsognathus. Yeah. Commies. Yeah. Commies. Copies. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop on those commies. That's right. Um. <laughs> I heard stomp on those commies, and I am all for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after watching Top Gun Maverick. You know. <laughs> um, or uh, was it Rambo 3 when he's uh, in Afghanistan? Yeah. <laughs> we stand Rambo on this podcast. I love Rambo. Um, yeah, but I do think the movie's a lot better if you take that stuff out. Like, yeah. they were just... That's where your $200 million budget came from. Yeah. It was like, you have a $200 million budget. Okay, I guess we have to use it. Let's make these two outlandish scenes that yeah. don't really fit the rest of the movie. So I basically just shut those off when I was when I'm reviewing and thinking about this movie. That's you right. have to spend the surplus or it gets taken out of your <laughs> budget next, next quarter. We have to buy those office chairs. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is crazy how some of that budget stuff works. Like yeah. when people have a budget, they like they have to spend it all or they think they have to because then they're going to start like getting less of a budget. Yeah. Because we're like, oh, well, you didn't spend it all, so you don't need it this time. It's like, no, I'm making a different fucking movie. Now I need it. <laughs> like, like it's like it should be totally fine to say, hey, I think we need 150 million dollars for this movie, and then you only use 95. Yeah, like that's fine. Yeah, or maybe they just wanted the over-the-top action stuff. It just really didn't fit the movie well, and mm-hmm. it just didn't make sense. Speaking of the, speaking of the movie, <laughs> um, I. The thought I, that I kept coming back to this whole time was I was like, we've just seen a lot of this before. And I think kind of what Brandon mentioned earlier, like there's the there's the charm of like Harrison Ford or Tom Cruise doing their role, doing their own stunts, which makes movies like Mission Impossible um, and Indiana Jones and stuff like that. And that's more of fantasy adventure. But uh, and, and like uh, the James Bond movies and the and the Bourne movies makes them a little bit more intense is because they're doing their own stunts or or they're they've done it first it just felt very i don't want to say unoriginal but i just felt like i had seen seen this stuff before yeah and, and i don't disagree with that at all and because of the cg i think it made it a, it made it a little less impactful like if they had done, been a little bit more practical in what they did maybe i wouldn't have thought that i Totally agree, and I I hope they learn from their mistake. Yeah, because well, they, they already greenlit a sequel, a sequel and a spinoff. And a spin-off. Yeah. So I, if they're smart, they'll realize that they had something good. They just they kind of messed it up by making it too big. Yeah, <laughs> like this movie was was at its best when it was just the characters doing cool character yeah. stuff and not stupid over the top stuff. And I liked the chemistry between. Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. I thought they. Yeah. I think the 
egomaniac bad yeah. guy versus the suave spy seer six dude was yeah. was very well done. And I thought the the chemistry between Ryan Gosling and Anna de Armas was good. Yeah, the like blacklist agent or whatever like contractor person, whatever he really is, mm-hmm. versus a CIA. Like, actual operative. It's in the title. He's a gray man. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, Air Force One is the movie I was thinking of when I was talking about Harrison. Oh, Harrison Ford. Ford. Yeah. Oh, he does a fight sorry. scene in an actual air, in an airplane. I've yeah. not seen that. They didn't so. have to, you know, computerize, digitize it. Yeah. It would have looked awful if they did, just yeah. because of the time that movie is. But just he you said know. Indiana Jones, and I just wanted to <laughs> set the record straight. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I haven't seen Air Force One in a long time, but even if they CGI'd it now, it still wouldn't look great because it's not real. Like your eye can tell what's. Usually you can tell what's real, what's not. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just all right. The, so many plot points in this movie pissed me. Oh, off. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's hear the plot points. That you hear. Like all right. First off, when uh, Anna de Armas' this character, yeah. she's she's taken out of the field, even though there's absolutely zero evidence against her. Yeah. And then she's like, to prove my innocence, I'm going to go kidnap you and then help you. Well, like, her goal wasn't... I know she was going to take him back to the yeah, agency, to prove but that then she help. just got totally derailed yeah. and decided to do the very thing that she was being accused of. Yeah. So, well... I didn't think that went out very The well. whole reason why she got pulled was because this one guy basically ran everything and he was corrupt. And so he pulled her because he could, because he can do whatever he wants. And then once he found out, oh, this guy's bad, he was like, oh, I well, just, there's no reason to go I, turn I, him in because it, it won't matter. Like, it's just covering up the all, like, the reason why Ryan Gosling is, is being pursued by these people is because he's showing that these people aren't who they say they are. So. I just don't realize what Denny's beef with her was. I mean, he's got access to all this information. He's obviously a smart guy. There's nothing to suggest that she was being dishonest about her involvement with Ryan Gosling. Yeah. So I just I don't I don't understand why he had such a hard on for ruining her career. Mm-hmm. My only guess would be, um, that he knew like he knew that he was like bad and that. Ryan Gosling had the information proving what he had done. And so if if another agent found out, like, that's not good. So you just want to pull the person that's close and just have these outside agents just kill. Cause, and she did have a connection with Ryan Gosling. Like, uh, what's his name? Six. He did have a, like, she did have a, a relationship, like a work relationship, but a relationship with Six. And didn't just automatically think he was a bad person. We should just kill him on sight. So that'd be, it's not a strong case, but that would be my that'd be my guess. And it just it's also a way of just showing the the power that he has in the corporation of just being able to, with no evidence, just pull people from their jobs and ruin their careers for no reason, just because he can and wants to. And I, I think if they're going to talk about, if they're going to mention some somebody at the top pulling strings. They should probably go into a little bit more detail on that. Maybe kind yeah. of uncover who it is. Whatever. That's why they greenlit the sequel because Netflix was like, "We need to know. Tell us." Because <laughs> you made an incomplete movie. <laughs> no. no, I think it was just supposed to be a mystery, and it and it shows it through the hard drive. Because the 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 person that's 
pulling the strings is the person we see. It's the black CA, uh, Danny something. Yeah, the I guess I can pull no, up his name. I th- I, I thought that the, the person pulling strings was pushing Dan- Denny through the ranks. Oh. Like there's somebody at the very top. Maybe, but the, the impression I got. This whole movie was showing how it's compromising him. Yeah, because he's the one that's physically going out and working with people that are not like that are CIA's like enemies and stuff. So. And that's what that hard drive was, and that's mm-hmm. why they had to get it back because they didn't want that to be leaked. Because if it's leaked, then it's showing, like, it, like it'll shut down the whole entire, their whole entire program, yeah. which is the, the six, or the what are they? Not the six is because one's They're, four. Yeah, Sierra. the Sierra. Sierra. Yeah, yeah. I knew it started with an S. <laughs> um, Although but I, I do think that was a good way to start the movie. I thought that was interesting. I do. I agree that that was a lot for the end fight, but. Everything that happened before that, I thought was was good. I liked the location. I liked the the party, and I liked Ryan. Go- like you get to see that Ryan Gosling has a moral right off the bat, and you also see mm-hmm. that the CIA doesn't. Yeah. Uh, right from the get go, and then it throws you right in. Like, okay, this isn't a hitman movie. This is a hitman movie that he's running away from the people that hired him, yeah. pretty quick. So. Yeah. 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 Was there another plot point you didn't like? Or was that really the big one that... Uh, there was the very end. So, I mean, it can wait until we get to the end. If No, it's all good. Okay. Um, When they go down the elevator to go check in on six, and just everybody's dead, and they're in an underground area with presumably only one way out, that very same elevator... How did no alarms get sound? Like, how did he get out with nobody knowing anything? Because he's good. I don't buy that. <laughs> You're in a CIA facility. There's more cameras there than yeah. a freaking Lisa Ann shoot. It's what What happened right before that? Was there something that, like, tipped that he was going to break out? I don't think so. I don't think oh, so. They say, they say he hasn't been talking and he hasn't been eating. And he said, and he, and then Danny asks if it's. But he, he was in a hospital bed, wasn't he? So I think they, uh, when they left that uh, really cool building where he killed, yeah, uh, Chris Evans. Yes, he was on a stretcher, and then it fast forwarded like two weeks. So I assumed that they had him in a holding cell. Uh, I, uh, yeah. I took it as he was in a hotel. No, I think or not a hotel. My, my uh, a hospital. Because I think if if. Someone's. Well, I guess they do have. They have. If someone's in urgent care, mm-hmm. like like about to die, they take you to a hospital, even if you're a criminal. Like they don't have like surgeons and stuff at prisons and stuff. They have doctors that'll help for, but they can't like perform legitimate surgery. And Ryan Gosling was fucked up. I'm yeah. pretty sure when they were going into the building, that she said uh, he was being held in the basement. Yeah. So they took the elevator down. Yeah. So I just, I mean, I even as I would, I just assumed it was like some sort of fancy CIA facility yeah. with medical facilities. It definitely, it. it definitely could have. Well, my my initial thought just went straight to like a very like heavily guarded like hospital, and like they have an area where they just keep the criminals, and there's it's heavily guarded. I would I would imagine even if it was just a standard hospital with that many personnel there yeah somebody would have tipped off the cia that he was on the loose and yeah. breaking out it's, i agree yeah I just uh, that part just and then he goes to he just magically knows the house in virginia that she's staying at 
Yeah, I think the it was. Girl staying at. Yeah, it was a lot of things yeah. happening just so that they could happen and we could get our last scene. There's for a sure. there's a couple and things that yeah. Are just I also like, think they probably did that because the 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 climax of the movie is the Chris Evans versus Ryan yeah. Gosling, and so if you have to spend another twelve minutes of why how he escapes and the, him escaping. And him find like it's just way too much for a falling action conclusion. I'm fine with him yeah. escaping. I'm not fine with nobody knowing about it yeah. and it being a complete surprise. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like even if you had like them walking up and then you hear the red alarms, and then like you see him drive, like you see a car just like zoom off or something. Something. Yeah, yeah. And then you, s- yeah. And I don't, I don't mind him knowing where it was because I assume he just made a bunch of calls and like I don't need to see the calls. Like I just. Assume for a couple days he was researching and finding people and and getting the information, and like that doesn't add anything. Seeing it now, if it was in the beginning of the movie, like you need that because you want the lore. But as a conclusion, I, like I, I didn't so need then it, but how I totally how long point. was he out, and how long were those bodies just sitting on the floor rotting before they actually went down to see him and discovered them? Oh yeah, we have no idea. Yeah, yeah. so it's just I guess the, the timelines just kind of aren't. Great. I don't think they're there. Yeah, I can agree. Doesn't ruin anything to me, but I I totally get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I pretty much talked most of the spoiler stuff yeah. that I I care about. I thought the him being trapped was a I could see it coming from a mile away, but was a good bit, and how he got out was interesting. Yeah, it was the picture guy. Mm-hmm. I thought that was slick. That that whole, well, the pic- I, I, and I like the the. I mean, I guess you can kind of see that it would have happened that Chris Evans shoots the guy because like he was going to anyway. But that's actually one plot point I didn't like. Really, because this is a whole entire underground civilization of bounty hunters and stuff. Yeah, and you you go off of like respect and mm. like not necessarily honor, but you do have to have a pirate's honor. Yeah, like. You can't put out a money hit and then just kill the person that does it for you because then nobody's going to respect your hit the next time. Yeah. Now, Chris Evan dies, so it doesn't matter. But now, whenever he puts out a hit on somebody, nobody's going to do it because they just know the guy. He, the, I call fair. him. Yeah. He's not going to pay me, and he's going to kill me. Like, yeah. So I it ruins. It was because picture dude mouthed off. Which still Where, doesn't. Where's my prisoner? Where's my money? And I think we know that. Uh, Chris Evans is an unhinged individual, sure. so that probably just set him off. I'm sure if Picture Guy said, "Oh, he's down in the basement," yeah, but people still like he maybe would have had a people still chance. wouldn't work with him though. Like, I agree. Yeah, and so that I really did not like that. Now, if there was something else that happened that made him shoot him, but I think they just wanted a sly shot. Yeah, and they got it, but yeah. at what cost? <laughs> like Lloyd's integrity—that was the cost. <laughs> well, it's just the integrity of the whole like system. Which is what I really don't like. Like that's what makes John Wick so good. Like you have that hotel that nobody can. And, and if you if you hurt someone in the hotel, like you are kicked out of this organization forever. Oh, oh, do you not remember that? I have not seen John Wick. Oh my gosh, what? <laughs> this is insane. I haven't seen Rambo either. Well, that's <laughs> a little bit. You're missing out. That's a little bit more okay. Also, I haven't seen Highlander. Well, the fact you haven't seen I John guess we Wick talked is about insane. That off yeah, yeah, we did talk about it off air. Um, man, okay. Well, sorry for a little spoiler there, I guess, but not really much. No, I just know that there's a dog, 
and then there's not a dog, and then John Wick is angry. <laughs> that is the story, but it's so much better than that when you see it on screen. We'll watch it soon. I think you'll really like it. We got two more Ghibli. Yeah. I think you'll really like it. And we can watch it on not a movie Monday time, because I know you want to start doing Star Wars after that with... Yeah, yeah. With the big M. I don't know why I said the big M, but... <laughs> I wouldn't want to reveal her name or something on here if I wasn't supposed to, so I ah. just made it a letter. Jeff just calls her Mowgli, so. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that means. Uh, well, you guys got anything else you want to say about the movie? I don't think so. Do you guys like uh, what uh, Billy Bob Thornton blowing himself up at the end? I I liked that Chris Evans grabs a dude and blocks himself. Mm. I like that more. Yeah. I, so I think that kind of makes the scene not well. Like I was talking about originality, that makes it seem not like a, a more unique. Sure. Yeah, just the way that it was shot there. Not that we haven't seen it happen before, but I like the way that my the issue whole interaction happened. is that in like the four or five times we've seen grenades previously in this movie, they've just completely obliterated the walls of whatever building they're in. Yeah. But now this one that Billy Bob's got is not going to go through a body. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Well, it's still like through him. Yeah. But like it would have just blown that dude apart and then blown Chris Evans apart. Yes. If it was sticking with what had already been established, yeah. the grenades in this universe do. Yeah. The uh I, I like the other grenade scene we got too when he when he oh. drops in he has ballsy. Yeah. I like that. That was a good that was a good scene. Yeah, like, like they just had good interactions, I yeah. think. And then he got shot in the ass by him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I the more I think about it, the more I liked Chris Evans in this. Yeah. No, yeah. He was a great character. He's a great no. actor. So, yeah. what? No. Well, yeah, no, he's not a good person in the movie, but <laughs> it's a good, it's, it could I still don't be like a, him. it could still be a well written character, I guess. I know. I don't like him. That okay. mic line for her has been flat ever since we came back from break. And the first thing <laughs> she says, no. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, well, uh, let's go ahead and uh, give our reviews or our ratings, and then we can, uh, we can get on out of here. You guys can get to the beacon, and we can go watch Marcel. Oh, I need an omelet. I need I need a slice of roasted pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? Three out of five. Three out of five. Brandon? Uh, I'll, I'll give it a two and a half. And the half star is really only just because I thought the two leading ladies were cute as hell. <laughs> <laughs> two leading ladies? Two leading ladies. Suzanne and Anna de Armas' character. Maybe, okay, maybe Suzanne wasn't a leading lady, but she was very in- was, integral to the story. Yeah, she's the partner. She's the one that kept saying, she goes, uh, oh, we're kidnapping Fitzroy now? Oh, yes, yes, oh, yes. Oh, we're okay. killing this person now? I, oh, we're killing cops now? Yeah, which the cops thing was funny. Yeah. Oh, we're just going to go to Paris and murder, like, 50 <laughs> cops? <laughs> We're going to go blow up historical, beautiful masterpieces of architect all over Eastern Europe. And then Chris Evans is just like, I'm crazy. (laughs) Also, why the hell was he not there? Right. Yeah, no kidding. And why are governments giving, you know, super shady CIA black op contract killers access to the historical buildings? Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if I'm in, if I'm the president of the Czech Republic, I'm like, shit, no, you can have this wooden house in the hills somewhere. <laughs> Stay away from our, you know, pretty yeah. castles and shit. And also, like, uh, people are going to come visit these things. That's not a very secret place to be. And this is where a grenade went off and blew up three people. <laughs> <laughs> no flash photography, please. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, 
Okay, Tristan, what you got? Three twenty-five. Three twenty-five. Um, I'm four. What? Just, I, I know Trevor hates half stars. And <laughs> I, I'm getting more used to it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, yeah, I, I got a four. Maybe I'll bump it up to a four point one three eight. See that? See that's that's annoying. <laughs> why? Like, why do you have to do that? <laughs> After talking about, it, I started liking it more. So it needs to be above a four. It needs to be. Tristan gave it's something. It's all about nuance, Trevor. <laughs> I think Tristan gave nope, like a three point seven five six or something <laughs> like this. Three, just four point seven five. Or three point. I remember the yeah. the episode she was trying to rate in popcorns, and we didn't know if it was popcorn kernels or bags of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> three point eight popcorns. <laughs> Which is not a lot. Yeah. But popcorn bags, that's, that's a lot of popcorn bags. Okay. Uh, well, that's about it for today's episode um, of The Gray Man. We have a question. Before we sign off, uh, I would just like to say something to somebody who I know is an avid listener of your program. Uh, Mrs. Landreth. <laughs> <laughs> about 10 or 11 years ago when Trevor and I first met, he brought some of his buddies to your home. And we had a delicious dinner of spaghetti and meatballs. And we hung out there for a while. And I remember during dinner, you were talking with Corey about something. And he wasn't going to let you do something or something. I don't recall the exact specifics of the conversation. But then I said, I would do it anyway just to spite him. Not realizing the kind of household I was in. And then you just had this look on your face. And you said, we don't do spite in this household. <laughs> and I think about that a lot. And I just want to <laughs> formally apologize for disrespecting you and your lifestyle in your home. And uh, I hope that it's uh, not something you hold against me for the rest of my life. I, I want you to know she would absolutely do that now. <laughs> to do the spite thing. <laughs> That's and just also... been something that's been weighing on me a lot. And uh, I've been going through this thing where i just try to knock off things that are going to make me come back as a ghost <laughs> and i don't want to come back as a ghost because you know of unresolved issues with my friend's mother <laughs> you die to show up at our my parents old house on summit <laughs> what am i doing here <laughs> this is your purgatory right uh, and that, that, that's, that's i thought you were gonna say i, I thought this was gonna be the beef of the 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 best listener or most I, that's what I listener. thought it was too <laughs> no I can't I mean you know I'm not, no. not going to fist fight you that's, <laughs> that's just not unless it would draw sponsor money then I'm kind of obligated to do that but, yeah. yeah that might be our 200th episode <laughs> most loyal listener uh, boxing match mom would just forfeit <laughs> as soon as she got there well, it's not going to be a real boxing match. It'll be it'll be something weird. We boxing, <laughs> we boxing. No, we she bowling. Might still forfeit. Yeah. We bowling or we bowling tournament. Beatboxing. Oh, that could be fun. Yeah, and just horribly cringeworthy. But yeah, it would be fun. Um. Okay. Well, now we can sign off. Next week we are doing <laughs> Bullet Train, the much-awaited Bullet Train. Um. Bodies, bodies, bodies is also coming out next week. Um. Uh, which we'll watch, but I don't think we'll um, do an episode over it. Just the Aww. bullet train. Um, well, we're leaving. All right. Right after uh, that, and then uh, it'll either be Trevor for two weeks with some random person, Ooh, or uh, uh, I might bring a mic, and it'll just be Tristan and I. Well, we haven't uh, really decided yet, but 
be on the lookout the next three weeks. There's a lot of good movies, including Bullet Train, which has been a lot of people. It's been the talk of the town recently over the past couple months. So thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review if you haven't already. That helps the podcast out a lot. Also, make sure to go check out uh, Graham's book. That's our podcast artist. Uh, I will put that. I haven't been putting the link of the book in the description, but I will. So you can just click that link and go buy it. It's a really cool book. Um, and that's about it for today's episode. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Hey, moron! You talking to me? You talking to me? There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? <laughs> what an idiot! Well, what do you expect? I'm the movie moron. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Don't call me stupid. Oh, right! To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people! I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh... Your opinion, man. <laughs> man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, none taken. <laughs>